WBLA Talk 1580. Butcher Brown is in the building. Okay, they are a quintet, a solar music quintet, a jazz music quintet, a hip-hop, rock, funk quintet. The new album is called Solar Music, welcoming to the studio Morgan Burrs and Corey Fontville. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good to be here. Happy yeah. Great to have you in. So, um, a lot to talk about here. Um, Morgan, you're, you're the guitar guitar, guitar. player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is me. Yeah. And uh, you, you're the, the drum. drum set. Yeah. <laughs> As Jay Anthony Brown always says, get the drummer some. <laughs> Percussion. Um, you guys, you call your album Solar Music. You describe your music itself as being solar music uh, because it's, it encompasses everything under the sun. But it, that's, but what does that mean? I mean, tell me what that what that looks like for you musically. Yeah, I, I think what it means is we come from a lot of different backgrounds musically. Uh, I grew up. I mean, we all we come from a bunch of different backgrounds, but we all intersected kind of at jazz and at jazz school. So um, for me, like it was jazz, and I did a lot of lot of playing in church uh, and just gospel choirs and doing all of that and my mom's a classical musician so is my sister and so i kind of came up doing that and everybody has all of these different these these different come-ups with the music that we listen to and the music that we kind of absorb so it makes us all like just kind of really well-rounded musicians so the band just plays like it's not really genre bound like anything that we're doing Mm -hmm. like we're just Mm -hmm. trying to we're just doing what feels good and we're we're doing what what we recognize and what we are really into at the time so solar music is a just a bunch of stuff that we've been listening to like there's a whole dance music and house music phase that Corey has ushered us into and like you know it's just we're open like we don't really care about the genre and I love we don't that. really think about it it's just solar like, music like a hall pass for genre so you can yeah yeah like, hall pass for sure. yeah <laughs> um you know it in as a as a drummer, as a percussionist, you all those different styles have their traditions, their mm-hmm. beats, their you know sounds. I guess if you will, um, I, you know, for me listening to it, I kind of feel like I f- almost feel like it's just you guys being yourselves more than like oh we're gonna blend this with this and go in a lab. It's exactly. kind of like you doing you. Is that fair? And how do you navigate all those different uh, rhythmic landscapes? Um, I guess for me on the on the rhythmic side um yeah i don't think about it at all to be honest like it's just what feels good kind of just to like piggyback off what morgan just said um um and it's very i mean it is coming from a genuine space um because you know we talk to each other all the time you know we're we have we're friends and we have our chat like our you know our little group chat and we're always sending music out and, you know, you never know what's going to influence someone. And then, like, you know, we get back up and are in the studio or in sound check, and you're like, wait a minute. You know, it's just it's a trigger. You may not even realize it. And then, like, you know, Andy may have sent something or Morgan may have sent something, and it's just like we check it out, and then all of a sudden now it's, in, it's part of us. And then we decide to bring it into a composition, you know, at some point because we're just inspired constantly by good music. And so, yeah, solar music is a gateway for me even on the drumming side to like do whatever i want and um it feels good you know drumming bass is going to be an influence in there hip-hop breaks some jazz um yeah literally everything under the sun (laughs) so i mean i guess you know for 
for some people they think well or some music people they think yeah. um you, if you're all things to all people, then you're nothing to anybody. Mm-hmm. Do you you know? Do you worry about that? I remember that that was always a, a hot like controversial topic in the yeah. world beat music scene. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're everything, then you're then you're not specific. I mean, you know, ultimately we play black music, you know, <laughs> and that's really kind of what it is. Sure. You know, it's I grew up hearing my mom listening to Tony Braxton and like CC Peniston, and also like my dad listening to Incognito and brand new heavies and also like a lot of fusion that was coming out in the 80s mm-hmm, a lot of the mm-hmm. grp stuff so yeah it's just all of that music that's just now being displayed for everybody else and you know morgan can speak to that too yeah I, his I, background I, right I, I think i think one thing that definitely sets us more apart is because we went through the the music academia circuit and like spent so much time in jazz school <laughs> and spent like kind of doing that we do know how to kind of really study and lock in on like different types of music and i i think it comes across as really really authentic uh when we do it and i think you know well, when you hear us like playing like like i never knew from that album like super throwback just straight straight mm-hmm. ahead jazz like blue note like everything and it's like that really sounds like that like because we really have listened to a ton of that music and we we've just spent so much time learning a lot of different types of music and i i think I think that's why all the genres and everything really blend together well with us. Is that it's, you know, it's that, I mean, it makes sense because if you're going to do a lot of different things, but you have the specificity of study mm-hmm. and understanding, it's not like you're just like, oh, we'll just fake like we know right, this. Right, right. Like you're yeah. actually immerse, immersing in that. That's a little different, sure. I would think. Never yeah. lost track of where we came from. It's like, you know, you know sometimes, you know, you, you can go to music school and, go through the jazz programs and you forget all the stuff that you may have grown up listening to yeah i always wanted to stay tapped into that because that was a huge part of me you know mm. what i'm saying that's my, tra- like my upbringing your musical ancestors yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> so it's like you never want to let that go you know there's a perception that the younger generations aren't into jazz or so-called jazz is dead right yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> um <laughs> so but obviously that doesn't apply to you guys um Talk to me about how you you connected with wanting to be serious players. I mean, that kind of academic study. And, you know, I have musicians in my family. The amount of time y'all spend practicing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like serious business if you're going to be yeah. playing on that level. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I think the whole jazz, I think a lot of the jazz is that thing is kind of, I guess the bigger question you would ask is like, what is jazz to a lot of people? And there's a there's plenty of jazz purists that are like, this specific thing is jazz like only only the straight ahead only the tip and like only the swing like and that's and that's what it is and i think us just because we've listened to so much stuff that like a lot of stuff qualifies as jazz to me i mean the stuff that kamasi's doing the stuff glasper's Mm -hmm. doing like all of that is totally jazz to us and but you will find people that will argue that it's not because it doesn't sound the same but Jazz has always been forward thinking. It's always been fusion. Like, mm-hmm. if Miles lived longer, he would be doing a, like a lot of crazy stuff. And I mean, you heard what what he was doing towards the end of his life. Like, uh, so to us, jazz is a lot of things. And I think when you're looking at it in that scope, then it's like, it, I mean, going to those Kamasi shows or w- when we open for Kamasi, like doing all that, you just see all these young people in and there. They're literally swinging and burning out, and like everybody's in there, like. yeah it's like literally a rock concert and they're they're (laughs) just playing jazz it's super weird and i think so i I think 
that that's the combo around that. We're super open about it, and I, I think a lot of things are jazz. Jazz should always be fusion. Jazz should always be like you know forward thinking that should always be looking towards but i mean whatever it is what drew you to that what what made you say i'm you know Mm -hmm. i'm gonna learn this instrument yeah i'm gonna dedicate myself i'm not gonna you know i'm there's a lot of different paths in music now right you can sample everything you could be a producer Mm -hmm. Uh, and i i remember you know being a a, a sort of og (laughs) hip-hop generation when we thought that because drum machines were a thing and samples were a thing that there would be no more drummers oh, right yeah. but yet yeah, you're yeah. dedicated to your craft and you're dedicated to your craft what drew you in yeah my my mom is an opera singer and my sister's a violin player like so they exist in the classical world my dad's super into jazz and was always playing mm. a bunch of that so i did start playing violin and doing the classical thing and then you know i just kind of heard some of the stuff my dad was playing in the car and <laughs> um, and I was just kind of like, okay, that's cool. And when he put me in jazz, like when I started playing guitar and he put me in a jazz program, I was like, this is weird. But <laughs> I I came around to it. I mean, it's just all because my parents. Like he's mm. he nudged me in that direction, and uh, and then I just kind of I just kind of didn't really stop. Okay, it's all you you know parents. you 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 say that, but you gotta love it because there's no yeah, way you yeah, put in yeah. that many hours. Oh, of for practice. sure. No, just I came around to it. Right? I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I came around to it. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I feel like liking that type of music when, when you're like in middle school and going to high, like, <laughs> you're just automatically a, like an outlier. Like, the, yeah. the kids your age aren't listening to that stuff. So I, I had to deal with that. But then I was like, oh, yeah, this is, this is fly. No so, doubt. Yeah. And you, what, what drew you in? Um, well, my dad, my parents, but my dad was into jazz just like Morgan. Um, just was playing a ton of music in the house, and apparently my mom always says I was making, was playing a lot. And when I was in her belly, I was like trying to play okay. drums. You know, <laughs> she could hear the rhythms out. Right, I feel right. like it might be cap, but anyway, <laughs> love you, mom. No, no, I'm sure she's telling the truth. <laughs> but anyway, they got me a drum set when I was two. Ooh, uh, I started they're playing brave. early. They got tired of me banging on the pots and pans, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was why I would just sit there and watch MTV or something and just try to keep up. And uh, my dad just noticed it and, you know, just having supportive parents um, that embraced my uh, natural abilities. And um, they just allowed me to continue to grow, put me in lessons. I would do these drum lessons every Saturday when I was five. And it was just easy just go in there and play along to like Al Jarreau or like Steely Dan. So you're just one of those people that was touched from day one. Yeah, pretty much. It found me. Such a blessing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah, is a yeah. blessing. I mean, you still have to do the work. Of course. Right? You, you know. have to be the shepherd of your talent. I know so many people that had that blessing and just never never invested in it. And you had to it, be obsessed with it. Yeah. You got to be a little bit a little crazy. To like, you know, <laughs> it's a commitment, you know, and yeah. as long as you, you, you take the instrument seriously and like the craft, it'll give you something back. I think that's very important too. So like, you know, I think, you know, that time putting in and a ton of listening. You know, I listen mm. to a lot of music. I mean, to me, that's half of it right there. Is you got to listen to music. Um, and, you know, just it's, I'm very open and I just am inspired by a lot of genres. So, like, um, yeah, a ton of listening. That's practice for me as well, you know. Hmm. So, yeah. Having, having parents that, that support it is, is huge because I, I had a lot of parents or I had a lot of friends with parents that, we're like, you're not about to go major in music in college. Like, yeah, go right, do right. some STEM. That's like, true. You know do, so right, do STEM. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're like STEM obsessed yeah, at this point. Yeah. Everything yeah. is STEM, STEM, right. STEM, STEM, STEM. <laughs> sure. Not all of us are going to be scientists, okay? Yes, thank, <laughs> <you>. <laughs> thank God you're not. Yeah. But your brown is in the building. You are welcome to call in 800-920-1580. I'm excited. The new album is Solar Music, and you'll hear more of it straight ahead. 
like right now. KVLA Talk 1580. From our heart to your heart. Happy holidays to you and the ones you love. From KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA Talk 1580. Butcher Brown is in the studio. Guitarist Morgan Burst. Percussionist Corey Fonville. It's five of you guys. <laughs> little beatbox kind of thing going on over there. It's five of you guys. We got the guitar and the drums here. Uh, you have bass. Um, and uh, multi-instrumentalist yeah. slash rapper. Yep. Right. Yeah. Um, and how did you guys get together? How did you, um, you know, you guys are all from Richmond, Virginia. You went to music school. I read that in the bio. They connected mm-hmm. in music school. But having a band is not not an easy thing. Mm-hmm. Like most bands break up after the first album. <laughs> if they even get that far. Yeah. If they make it that far, they usually break up after the first hit. <laughs> when people start fighting over yeah. who's the man yeah. or woman. Egos. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, how did you connect and how do you stay connected? Uh, well, you know, I'd say Richmond, obviously, just that the community there, that music scene and, um, you know, mixed in with Virginia Commonwealth University is what brought all of us together. Um, you know, just from doing outside gigs and being, you know, you kind of you find your little click, you know, of people that, you know, you you vibe with that, you you know, oh, we like all the same music and you end up on gigs with each other playing with somebody else. And, um, you know, it goes from that. And we've all been in multiple situations where it's like. Maybe him and I are on a jazz gig or something right. back in the day. Or like Tenny and I ended up on something together, DJ and I. So, you know, it just it was a friendship. You know, we, we we found one another and started just getting up and jamming. It was very organic. You know, it wasn't like one day, let's be a band. It just mm-hmm. went from, oh, DJ Harrison has some cool studio equipment. We would go to his house and then just like play Oh, I forgot record. DJ. Well, yeah, the one and only. Yeah, the one and only. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. it was pretty much just that process just like let's just jam had no intention on putting this stuff out we were putting it on soundcloud and making videos and putting them okay, on youtube okay. so like it <laughs> right, was early right. yeah um, so that was kind of like the very beginning stages um again just you know we insp- i think we just love making music together you know it's like we have a, it's like a musical kinship there um it's very special and i feel like you don't find that often with people um yeah. I think that's right. I mean, that's the other reason probably why bands don't stay together, right? Yeah. It's yeah, people yeah. get sick of each other. I mean, that's like an intense relationship. Sure, sure. It might be more intense than marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Because <laughs> yeah. you're traveling yeah, yeah. all the time together. You guys do a lot of jazz festivals, right? Yeah. We've done some cool Quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> a lot of mixed, you know, it's, and it's, it's funny you go to Europe. Like, the jazz festivals are not like what you would think anymore it's what changed so much just like you know young kids there oh wow. and there's okay. like different music i mean they're standing yeah. up trying to rage you know <laughs> like, we played a, crazy, we played that festival mm-hmm. in um holland yeah and, uh, what's it called was the it, rocket festival yeah yeah yeah, Rock, yeah. it came up in there like before our show like it was about to be the club yeah like, wow yeah marcus miller was in the other room he had just <laughs> so finished fun. up he sounded amazing and then like all oh, these kids just like swarm our stage and was sitting there ready to go yeah mm. so it's cool so so when you go to jazz festivals in the when you play jazz festivals here in the United States it's it's going to be more an older crowd Depends. compared to Europe. Yeah. See, I mean Newport yeah. was like that, right? Yeah, yeah, Newport was like that for sure. Um which I mean is a legacy festival so I, I get people who've been going for a long, yeah. long time too like but it's definitely a little bit different of a vibe. And then you have the jazz festivals that 
our jazz festivals and not really. I mean, I'm open. He I'm did like, air whatever. quotes yeah, jazz yeah. festivals. It's <laughs> like, where is the jazz? For sure. All the festivals, like, yeah. none of the jazz. You know, and I, I'm with it. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm totally with it. Well, I mean, yeah, whatever makes people happy. Yeah. Um, I know some people get mad about yeah, that, yeah, though, because it's <laughs> a jazz, yeah. jazz festival and it's smooth jazz. All, know, like, yeah, all, all smooth jazz, jazz like, or yeah. there's just like all kinds of, a lot of pop, mm-hmm. you know, maybe. There was this festival back home and I grew up in Virginia Beach, but Hampton, Virginia, they have this festival called Hampton Jazz Fest and it would upset people because you know Frankie Beverly would be there every year right mm-hmm. but it's just the clientele down there that's the yeah. folks I mean they want to it's like cookout audience they want to hang out they I mean we have, have plenty fun. of that in LA yeah, yeah we have yeah <laughs> we have, I already know yeah we have lots of cookout energy <laughs> jazz never festivals. upset me yeah, right yeah, right right I'm with it <laughs> um you, you guys um do you do you have like a favorite like place to play um festival moment or is it mm-hmm. studio or is it do you guys still do clubs you do little like jazz clubs still or is it mostly like rock rooms really at this point rock yeah, rooms yeah. What, is, what do you mean by that well we did lodge room just the other night um you know new york we play la Ponson rouge um standing rooms right basically right, you know right. i mean the sit down room is cool but honestly we need you know they're in a performance it's a relationship yeah. You know what I mean? So we need the audience to be up because there's something that happens when people are sitting down. I feel like it's like a mental thing where, okay, they tell you, please turn off your phones. Yeah, it's like etiquette. And be really quiet. Like, and right. I'm like, dude, no, we need you guys to respond back. Please <laughs> yeah. give us something. Be loud and noisy. Like, so we can play better. Yeah, be engaged, right? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. background music. Yeah. It's foreground music. Yeah, for sure. So, anyway, we have a lot of those shows. I mean, it's, it's pretty lit at this point. Yeah. Um, we get a jazz club every now and then. Like, we did uh, <laughs> Kum- <laughs> Kaumba. Ka- I'm laughing because of the way you said every yeah. now and then we yeah, got yeah. up in a jazz club. Sometimes. And we're like, wait, what is this? Oh, you're sitting down? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually lit. Where where were we? Uh, Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz. I, oh, yeah. They it's were gonna be actually lit super lit. And, yeah. I mean, it was a whole seated room and sold out. But they were like. Into it. They were turned. So, it's. You know, there, there's gray area with it. But we do <laughs> prefer, like, just the kind of standing room. Like, everybody drunk. Type just having a good time yeah. <laughs> young kids like lodge room was a party i should have had you guys outro those songs okay we'll we'll, we'll have to do that from mm-hmm. from here on out because sure. i want people to know what they are hearing it, you guys are a jazz quintet uh you call it solar music because it's everything under the sun and when you listen you can hear it mm-hmm. um and i want to you know play more of the music i want to talk about you know where you're going um, what your influences are. I do have to tell you, I was listening to uh, your music over the weekend, preparing for this interview, and I have a Labrador whose nickname is um, <laughs> the Jazz Dog oh, because jazz dog. he yeah. really likes jazz. <laughs> like whenever he's freaking out, we play jazz. I yes. mostly play him Miles, but you. you know he he he's <laughs> pretty. He loved your music. Hey. I so you know you guys have approval by the Jazz Dog. I love uh, so it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that <Yes>. means like. <laughs> Next Fourth of July, when the fireworks are going off and he's freaking out, I can put on oh, you guys yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> which around, and he'll be like, "Yeah, I am honored." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We love it. Um, yeah, with um, we just have thirty seconds before we go into news, traffic, and sports. We'll continue on the other side. If you had one word and you can't say solar <laughs> to describe <laughs> your band, what would you say? Oh, it's a fusion. Open. Fusion open. Um, well, I I know that we have a lot of um, your fans, 
that listen. And I hope some folks that are finding out for the first time about your music. If you haven't checked it out, go stream it right now. It's on all the streaming spots. Mm -hmm. Bridget Brown is in the studio, in the building on KBLA Talk 1580. She's reclaiming her time on KBLA Talk 1580. More First Things First with Dominique DePrima when we come forward. We knew you'd stick around. This is LA's home for progressive talk radio. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA Talk 1580. Tell me what I'm hearing. Um, this is Espionage um, featuring Charlie Hunter on guitar. Charlie Track you, number two. How do you guys decide, like, how do you come up with the features, who you're going to feature on a song? And uh, I don't know. It's never... It's never really preconceived. Like uh, it's really just kind of we're making music, and and then at some point somebody's like, "Oh yeah, you know it's time to open this." Uh, and I think, I think we knew on this album we wanted to do more features uh, and have it be more of a producer album because that's just where we're at now. Like I think we've probably proven that we can <laughs> play a lot of instruments and do, you know, everything on the album ourselves. And we like community and collaboration, so I, I think. This was one of the tracks we just made, and Charlie came up to Richmond to hang at the session, and that one was kind of spur of the moment. Like you're just like, yo, Charlie, you want to just take a ride on this one? So, <laughs> and I'm like, please have Charlie play, play guitar on this. Improvisational but, kind of vibe, like uh, jazz, yeah, yeah, like that jazz. part. <laughs> um, so, you know what? I, I should we should have been doing this all along, but tell me some of the other things we've heard so far. We've played a few different tracks. Um, so right before that when we played uh, Pink Fur featuring Mike, Michael Millions, um, really sick MC Michael. for Richmond. Um, before that, we uh, heard Move, in parentheses, Ride featuring Jay Prince, um, London Zone. You know, I remember, you know, back, back, going back, 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 back to the early days of hip hop and even the not as early days of hip hop. It seemed like it was far away from jazz. Um, and I remember, you know, you would have like really accomplished musicians that would either say they didn't want to have nothing to do with hip hop or they would take a shot at it and it sounded hella corny <laughs> and you're going, whoa, because you know, you're this amazing jazz musician. How is it that you don't have the, or amazing R and B musician or whatever? Yeah. How is it that you can't yeah, connect yeah, to yeah. this flow? Right. But for you guys, that's not even an issue, right? We love it. Yeah. You got to love it. You know, you have to respect it, just like you respect, respect jazz. Big, yeah, you know, sure. so it's important to like if you're gonna, because I can tell when somebody doesn't listen to that music, yeah, and yeah. they want to go and create that because it's hot, yeah, in the streets, yeah. But it, they never put the, they don't check it out. There's a toxic thing, like in just, I mean, really, it's in music schools where the people there, like the the classical and the jazz musicians, are just kind of like this is the best music, and everything else is whatever, and everything else is easy, and that's. Not the case, and I, I learned that hard when I was doing gospel choir and doing all that. I was like, yo, this gospel music is super, super dense. There's a whole language that I need to learn, and eventually I got it. But it's like every genre has its own, like, every genre should be respected and has its own um, thing that makes it what it is. And, you know, there there's some definitely toxic, toxic uh attitudes about just what other forms of music are and that they're lesser and we just literally do love it all and we'll cut on a pop song and just like love the drums or love love whatever like or mm. cut on some men i trust and we're like yo this is crazy and like you know so we really do love a lot of types of music and i think again that's why we're able to 
kind of hang over there. That's why you're Butcher Brown. (laughs) Um, It's funny you say that because my thing with it, when you can tell someone doesn't love it, it's usually when they put rap in commercials. Like, please don't do that. You're making my ears bleed. (laughs) Cringe. (laughs) Yeah. um, In the jazz world, who do you you love? Um, Well, I mean, if we're talking current, um, or just in general. Yeah, current, time travel, whatever Um, you want to do is good. (laughs) Yeah, well... One of my favorite drummers of all time is Elvin Jones. Okay. Um, you know, just, you know, you heard his work with Coltrane and with Wayne Shorter, his own band. Um, current stuff, obviously, Robert Glasper is killing it. I've been a fan of his since, you know, he dropped his first e- album, which was called Mood in like 04. Yeah. Um, going way back, you know, and just to see the progression of his career and just the evolution, it's, it's been a, it's been remarkable. Um, Joshua Redman. um Christian McBride, Roy Hargrove, the late Roy Hargrove, um, cast from today, Christian Scott, Atunde Ajua, Chief Ajua, a.k.a. Um, yeah, I don't know who else you got. Yeah, I mean, Nick Nick Payton, that's, <laughs> Nick that's, Payton. The, that's the homie. I mean, there's there's records with him and all of that. Nick's great. And, uh, I've always been a giant George Benson fan. That's probably my favorite guitar player mm. ever. So, um, and he has a bunch of old stuff where it's like straight, straight ahead, and, and then he has all the new stuff, and he's just... He's the baddest ever. I'll argue that down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, you know, love a ton of Herbie Hancock. And I definitely had that, that phase, like, with Thrust and everything where I was like, oh, this sounds like, this is crazy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we we're just into a lot of stuff. Man. You guys Keon are- Harold, that's the other homie. I, I label th- me he's on the album. Do you guys stay on the same page or do you guys argue about... <laughs> about music or, you know when you said i'll argue that down it just i, oh, I was yeah, yeah. <laughs> imagining the uh yeah. the discussions that go on about you know We're musician genres you know what albums. happens yeah. there's something that does happen more so with the studio like oh, yeah. he, sometimes you may not see the vision i i don't like yeah sometimes i don't so it's that just, that's a thing he just like, admitted it he's like i don't sometimes i don't I, but i don't i don't really interfere with like you know what i'm saying so if something's happening and i'm just like that's kind of weird but but we do like trust each other a lot <laughs> where it's just kind of and i totally trust everybody to where there was one marcus is on that one marcus on it's not out but like it just started off and i was just kind of like this sound crazy like what's the, but then the end product is always something super insane and, and you do have to kind of trust the process especially as a producer you just have to be like see the idea through because i'll also start an idea like i'll start writing something and i'll just hate it 10 minutes in and then i'll Quit. slam it shut and yeah. but then it's like if you see the idea through you do come out with something special on the other end so i think the producer vision i i definitely make myself if i'm not feeling whatever i'm not seeing it i'm just like just let it play out, bro. Like, and, and I really do trust the other four guys in advance. So I know this. I love that. I'm not gonna make anything that sounds. I mean, bad, that's what collaboration so funny is about, time. right? It's because it's a recurring pattern. Yeah, I mean, so, like, that, it was, there's a song on the record uh, called "Half of It" featuring Nappy Nina and mm-hmm. Andy, our bassist, did some like percussion, like uh, mm-hmm. overdub. And it was out of time. It just sounded weird. It didn't make sense. Yeah. And I remember him being like, man, what is he doing? <laughs> this sounded crazy. And it was like this weird ambient kind of thing happened. Anyway, it turned crazy. out being yeah, yeah. perfect. He heard it. Maybe we didn't see it. Yeah. But that's just part of allowing it to just happen and just kind of killing your ego. Stay out the way. If that's something's like, they're working it out, let them do it. Just that's let like them studio. Go. Like, I mean, 
you can record a bunch of stuff like it's fine like and if it doesn't work then just take it out but like don't not record it you know what i'm saying like just record it mess with it see if it works you have enough space on the computer to record like so just just record a bunch of stuff and and maybe it'll have some use later on in the mixing process or whatever it's you gotta gotta trust the process and there's definitely no ego or anything i mean that, that that's what real creativity is right because yeah. otherwise you're just going to keep repeating yourself what, sure. what worked before yeah. um but that's not easy mm-hmm. just being like it's all right not. that sounds hella weird <laughs> yeah. but do you boo yeah, <laughs> and we'll yeah. see where, where this goes For sure. love that <laughs> um where where do you see yourselves going where where do you you know what's the is there a destination or is it all journey <laughs> it's hard I, I, i'm afraid to like i don't want to you know, you hope to be successful just to continue on. I mean, everything seems to be going up. Um, you know, it's it's been rewarding to see all these people coming to these shows. Now we're done with the solar tour, solar music yeah. tour. And like, you know, we, we get up there and it's like, hey guys, it's almost sold out or it's sold out. And you're like, yo, where That's did so these people weird. come from? <laughs> How do you know who we are? Like, why are you here? But um, it feels great. That's, um, that's so amazing. Seems like we're going in the right direction. So I keep doing that. Well, you'll be back in April. If we missed you this time, yeah. there's the Miracle Theater in April, and then uh, Ar- Arcadia Jazz Festival or some kind of festival. Arcadia, yeah, okay. and I'll, I'll track it. Sorry. I'll remind us because mm-hmm. I'm going. I'm yeah. definitely going. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't wait to see you guys live. Uh, really enjoyed, you know, just listening to the music with Jazz Dog. We were, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we spent the weekend. It. Um, with you guys and it really is a journey i feel like um the sound uh i know you guys have your basic concept for your band i don't know how you would describe well solar music (laughs) but it seems like if you go back from 2014 to now there's been a lot of different sounds i mean you have a whole african album Mm -hmm. right tribute yeah yeah how would you describe that journey i mean i don't know i don't claim that my dad was a music critic writer expert you know wrote the book book blues people i don't claim to be that level expert at all but to me it seems like you've got you were a little more esoteric (laughs) when you started (laughs) is that wrong Uh, you was in the band (laughs) yeah i mean with uh, with with all like i guess if we're going back to all-purpose music uh yeah your first we just went in the studio for three days and like honestly a lot of that music was just written there like we just went in there we were young we were just like all right it's a blizzard outside we can't go anywhere we're stuck in the house let's record let's do an album some songs were you know were charted out i think um and others were just like we're just playing oh yo keep doing that Mm -hmm. and then it just evolved into something and then we just hit play so um, <laughs> that album's so good I, yeah <laughs> that was it i mean like a song like sticky sticky july for instance um keith askey who was um our first guitar player he just was like hey i have this idea and he kept looping this little riff and you know me i love dance music like house music stuff that has that four on the floor because it just gets you moving and i was like dude let's put a four on the floor on this and record it and he was like cool so it's always been that same process where we just kind of feed off each other um very organic so i mean you know it's just evolved i feel like we're just more mature now okay you know maturity that happens you know we get we got older <laughs> hopefully we've taken yeah, our yeah. time we're like hold up let's uh let's go ahead and um let's yeah. let's take more time with it you know it went from just mm. like us being in the studio hitting play to now we have like dropbox ideas sure. that we've implemented into the system okay it's definitely so, i mean one way it has changed is you know now i think we're all looking at it from a production standpoint a little bit differently and i think back then it was more 
you're kind of making the album thinking about the live show so you're not really trying to do a bunch of stuff on the album that can't be replicated um, at the live show it's just because you don't want it to sound that much different but now it's just kind of we we separate the live show and the record and when we're making the record we're, we're in record mode and we focus on that then when we have to do the live shows it's like okay let's figure out let's change these songs around like a lot a lot of solar music has a lot of features but we're just kind of like we got in rehearsal and we're like, okay, how how do we make this work for all of us now, like with the five of us on stage? And sometimes it turns into instrumental, sometimes it just turns into a whole other arrangement. So that's one way the music has changed um, over the years is now we're just like producer mode, live show mode, two different things, two different products. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. What, what are we going to listen to now? What are we? What is Miles pulling out and pulling up for us now? Uh, let's hear something else. You guys have so much material. Butcher Brown is the group. It's a jazz quintet um, out of Richmond, Virginia. And uh, Morgan Burrs and Corey Fonville are here in studio, but uh, the whole group is composed of five people, thus quintet. What are we doing now? Uh, yeah, we got to pull the album. I forget what's on there. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Let's play The Side right. of Sunshine. This side, this, of side, sunshine. Uh, this side of sunshine. All right. Shout out to Roy. Uh, Roy Ayers. Ayers. You got it. This is Butcher Brown. <laughs> KBLA <laughs> Talk 1580. KBLA Talk 1580. That is Butcher Brown. Members are Marcus Tenney, uh, Morgan Burrs, Corey Fonville, Andrew Rondazzo, and DJ Harrison. And uh, we have. Uh, Corey and Marcus, um, uh, Morgan in, in studio with us right, 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 right now. What was that? Tell me what I heard. I was running up featuring <laughs> our dog, uh, Pink Sifu. Mm. Uh, quite the artist. Artiste. He's amazing. Yeah, we love, we love Pink Sifu. Uh, we saw him the other night. He came through the L.A. show. Him and Ali, they have a dope group called Be Kool-Aid that we did a lot of production work on their album and stuff. So, Liv, Pink Sifu, he's a... He's the man. I mean, you guys have this project, Butcher Brown. You're touring. You're recording. Uh, you've been around for a while. Um, but you all kind of do other, still do side gigs and creative projects too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Move around. Uh, yeah. Everybody kind of has their own own things that they're doing. And we all produce and write and do all of that. So that, you know, that all takes us different places. But Corey and Devon and, you know. Uh, they about to go to the Grammys. Shoot, <laughs> from next year. <laughs> yeah, we, we um so um DJ Harrison and I um helped co-produce uh, a record for jazz vocalist Kurt Elling. Um, Charlie Hunter brought us in to help him out with the record uh, Super Blue Two. Um, so yeah, we got nominated for a Grammy. Congratulations so we'll there for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, uh, we're all doing production. I'm working with an artist named Yaya Bay right now. Um, did a bunch of uh records for her. That's coming out in the new year. So, um, yeah, Morgan's been working with a bunch of people. Yeah, we're all producers, and we try to spread our wings a little bit. And also, we bring a lot of those artists into our world, too, with Butcher. It's fun just building that community. That's like a whole connectivity. Um, How do we keep up with you guys, all your projects? Butcher Brown, of course, where you're going to be yeah. here, there, and everywhere. You guys are in Europe. You guys are touring the U.S. How do we Man. keep up with you and all the little other projects? ButcherBrown.com and... uh. Follow us on Instagram at Butcher Brown and Twitter, and we all, yeah, just it's just all Butcher Brown. We're we're active on there, and um, mm-hmm. you know, all our tour dates go up on the site. Got the merch and stuff. The merch is actually getting relaunched next week, I think. Um, but yeah, ButcherBrown.com has what you need. <laughs> you were talking about 
some of the live shows and the separation between Butcher Brown, the studio band, and, and you know, your band live on stage. Yeah. And, um, Corey, you were talking about sometimes doing live remixes uh, in motion, mm-hmm. in real time. What does that even look like? <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's like, I mean, and that's kind of where the jazz thing comes in. You know, to me, it's like, okay, we that improvisational aspect is still there because we can adjust yeah, like yeah. when we feel like it like hey audible it's like a quarterback calling a different play mm-hmm. or the point guard just like hey let's do this remix we all know it because we've been listening to it in the car um for instance there was an example of that um i remember just hearing all about the benjamins one day i don't know why i was just like hey let's play this as a flip for king butch and everybody was like i'm down mm-hmm. and this was in the chat we didn't rehearse it we just trusted each other to make sure you learn it before we get there and then bow, sink or swim. Mm. And everybody's swimming. We, we learn it. We know the key. And we, and we just, that's amazing. Um, that's like jazz uh, improv with uh, technology, right? Because yeah, yeah. you got a chat room going and you got yeah. a live remix. Trusting yeah. each other is so important. Trust. So trust. Yeah. So um, we just actually have 60 seconds left. Time flies when you're on the radio. What do you want to... I know. Well, you guys will have to come back. <laughs> yeah, You'll be yeah, back in sure. L.A. sometime soon, well, somewhere the street, near you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you, what do you want us to remember about uh, Butcher Brown? Uh, or, or, or what do you what thought do you want to leave us with about music in general? I want you all to hear Virginia when you hear this music. Okay. Like home. Like home cooking. Like this is what we are. You know, we're... We're from this, we're southeast, but like we're mid Atlantic, so just influences coming from up north and also down south, you know. And, um, you know, you're going to hear a little, little bit of D'Angelo in there. You're going to hear some, perhaps some stuff from the Neptunes in there. Just, we're a weird state because it's like we're kind of confused. It's like you're getting that Too 95 north. For the northern region, <laughs> yeah. northern for the southern Yeah. Region, yes. But uh, it's just all of that. And everything in between, everything under the sun. See, <laughs> it maybe it makes me want to go to Virginia now. Come hang. Hey. You know, I, I haven't spent time there, but uh, yeah. maybe I have just listening to the music. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan and Curry, uh, Corey, it's really nice to meet you guys, Pleasure and to uh, meet you. Thanks for and us. thank you for coming in. Thank great. you for the music. <laughs> Butcher Brown, check it out. Uh, I li- I usually end my show with a quote. Today I'm going to go to Miles Davis because you guys are here. <laughs> he says. Uh, Sometimes you have to play a long time to be able to play like yourself. Mm. <laughs> Love That's that. Real. Uh, I'm Dominique Deprima. Tavis Smiley's in here next. He's got a full lineup for you. Should be a great, great show. Don't forget to follow, like, and subscribe to us on all the social media at KBLA 1580. I'm at Deprima Radio. History is now, and we are making it together. Until tomorrow, stay free. One love. Ooh.